Welcome to Get Jashed, a conversation series where guests share their stories and how they learn, deal with, practice, screw up, and rise in leadership and communication. I'm your host, Jess Jash, founder and head creator at Jay Lee, where I help impact positive change in high-performance teams. I believe there is more than one way to do leadership and communication, so here we are. If you want to know more about how you or your team can work with me, head to j-lee, that's l-e-i-g-h dot com dot au. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hello, welcome to another episode of Get Jashed. I I feel like I was... <laughs> I was going to say, I'm so excited to bring this topic to you this week, but I'm always pretty genuinely excited to do that. Uh, but what I am looking forward to is is sort of diving into this week's topic as a bit of a conversation, uh, because I think it's really helpful. I, I want to offer a perspective on uh, what it means to practice things that create a sense of calm or you know even zen if 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 we're going to use that but a a sense of calm or relaxation and how we can sometimes sabotage that for ourselves with expectations of then always feeling relaxed throughout the day so let me explain as always uh last week I started, it's been a while since I've sort of had a, had a very consistent, um, morning practice. And by practice, I mean, it can be any one of these things or any combination of these things for any length of time. It could be yoga. For me, it could be yoga. It could be meditation. It could be breath work. So intentional breath work. It could be a blend of those things. It could be staring off into space. It could be, um, this is a version of meditation I practice. It can be, um, practicing intentional thoughts. Um, last week, one of the mornings was actually a gym workout, but I like, I don't really count that because I'm being present, but, but it's not the kind of practice I, I mean, when I'm talking about this, that's just a bonus. So I did a breathing practice later on. Um, but last week I kind of just decided, I think I'd been craving it for a while and everything has been feeling very busy and hectic and, um, it's felt hard to have the time to do all things. So from last weekend, I just decided that since I was uh, for sure working from home a lot of last week, I was going to make the effort to give myself the time each morning, whether that was literally just five minutes, if that's all I had, or longer, depending, to practice. And so far... This is over a week later. So far, I have done that in some form or another each day. Oh, journaling can be another one too. That's been something else. (laughs) I knew there was something else, but that's been something else that I've been doing every day as a non-negotiable. One of the days it was was journaling and then um, 
the practicing intentional thoughts and, and breath work from bed um, before I got up because it was the weekend. <laughs> so um, I made it work. I didn't make it be a time drain on me. I chose how long I wanted it to be in any given moment. Um, some of those were longer and some of those were definitely shorter, but I wanted to give myself this time because as I mentioned, I've been feeling overwhelmed isn't the right word because I love everything I'm doing and I'm not overwhelmed with it, but I've been feeling like I just haven't had that space for me and I knew that that had to start with me. So it took me a bit to kind of get into that routine, but then I was able to just dive in. And I have managed to do this every day so far. The journaling has been the non-negotiable and that feels really good for me in this moment. And what I started to explore last week was this awareness and I was reflecting back on how a meditation practice used to be my everyday thing. Um, Pretty much when I first went into business for myself, it used to be my everyday. And that practice was just me sitting quietly, setting the timer, closing my eyes and just enjoying the peace. There wasn't any intention around it, but I was giving myself mental space, which was really, really helpful. And that made me reflect or my practice last week made me reflect on that as well as on the practices that I was having because sometimes it is really tempting to want to stay in that space all day to want to sort of create this feeling for yourself this relaxation or this you know, this, again, this maybe Zen-like space or this, this really deeply inwardly connected and inwardly focused space for yourself for the whole day when you practice this in the morning. Um, and, and there's no real wrong or right or wrong time to practice, really. It, for me and what I teach my clients and my students, um, I also teach soldiers this as well, is that it doesn't matter when you practice, just practice where you're able to do it most consistently, even if that means five minutes, rather than trying to do the half hour once a month or once a fortnight if you are able to just do five minutes more regularly, more consistently every day or regularly every second day, that is going to be a lot better for you. But my practices were in the morning mostly. And I noticed the days when I wasn't doing them. And and it was really nice to come into relationship with this practice from the person that I am now from, you know, how I have grown since I last regularly practiced like this and how I perceive these things, these things like what it means to me to take time out and to come into relationship with myself. And it came, it it came across my mind 
after one of the practices where I was aware that there is a past version of me that I'm still at risk of, you know, seeing things this way, but there was a past version of me who would just want to keep extending that feeling and then just never really get into my day because I just wanted to keep being floaty and I just wanted to keep being in this space of of floating and and waving and and inward and and it's such a nice space to be in but it doesn't actually make me feel good about my day when there's so many other things in my day that I want to enjoy including the doing of my day whether that is going to gym or whether it is getting a task done in my in my work in my business it's it gets in the way of that and it makes it really hard if I just like if my I've subconsciously decided that I want to continue feeling that space all day it makes it really challenging to then snap not snap out I was gonna say snap out of it but to kind of snap into gear and click into gear and go okay cool I've done that for me and now I'm gonna move into this next part of my day and this feels really good for different reasons and I can take that space with me but it's going to be a different energy and I had this awareness and this curiosity because it is always a risk that I might feel like doing that be like oh I've started the day quiet let's just keep it quiet and of course there's going to be some days like that but my risk is that that could be like that every day that I practice right so It's this awareness of going into your practice, not with the intention of feeling so relaxed and that relaxed into the rest of your day or into whatever you're doing next, but actually just going, this is a space that I need in this moment and this is a feeling or an experience I need in this moment and and it if I feel something else it doesn't mean that I've lost it. And it was interesting because it came up in conversation with someone for a group that I facilitate for regularly and they were sharing with me about how the feedback from like so this is a uh, a regular group and there's sort of different people with each group as well but a regular client and they were saying that there was feedback from some people in the last group that you know they just wanted more time in between the meditation and or the relaxation and going home because they said it was really jarring and it's possible that the people gave this feedback or the people who were giving this feedback um I believe are one uh people with young children in the home and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that but it it brought us into the conversation of without being able to speak to those people directly at this point, it brought us into the conversation of perspective and going, Oh, of course you're not necessarily going to feel that level of relaxation when you step 
back into your home where there's young kids around, (laughs) right? Like, especially at the end of a day, because, you know, it's, there's so much to do. You sort of sorting out, coming off from the day, doing afternoon things, sorting out dinner, sorting out bath time and bedtime and all of those things. Of course, it's going to require a different kind of energy for you to approach that with. And we got into the conversation then of, I guess, educating around how these practices aren't about always feeling completely relaxed at any given time. They're not about that. They are about giving yourself space. They are about getting to know who you are in this moment. And they are about practicing these tools or this art, I guess, of, of self-regulation through self-awareness. And I, I, I say it that way because regulation isn't always the goal. Um, and there's nothing wrong with you if you are feeling dysregulated. But what we're referring to here is, is these practices that help us learn how to regulate ourselves more just little by little and it's it's a really important concept to to bring your awareness to and this is the big tip of of this episode right it's a really important concept to bring your awareness to this where are you self-sabotaging by expecting one of these nervous system regulations or stress management practices or relaxation practices, whatever it is for you, right? Where are you self-sabotaging by expecting one of these practices to last all day? And then when they don't, you stop doing them. Because that could be the worst thing of all. <laughs> that could be one of those sneaky things that might be sort of cutting yourself off at the knees with and, and wondering why it's not working if you have a particular expectation of it. It's like, uh, on a very different scale of time, it's like you wouldn't go and get a massage and then expect yourself to feel just as relaxed a week, a month later, right? Or even a day later, depending on what's happening, right? Like, but you, you wouldn't go get a massage and expect yourself to be in that drooling, like gooey-eyed space for anywhere longer than maybe the day. (laughs) And it's a different scale of time, but it's the same thing. You don't do these practices to keep that level of, of serenity internally all day. But what it does do is it helps you to learn how to tap back into that feeling more readily.
And sometimes, you know, through various different reasons and faults, I'm sure, sometimes we have this expectation of things like yoga or meditation or breath work to be this quick fix. And I am sure that there are some people on social media who have not helped with this perception of that, right? Um, I like to really dive into the reality of it. I like to make sure that we're being realistic. We're basing this on, on real tangible evidence of how it works rather than um, the wishful thinking of how it works. And just remembering that these things are a practice and like anything, they take time to build the awareness of anyway. And if you are expecting it to be the fix all, and if you're expecting it to be this thing that lasts for you all day where you're just so completely zen and you never feel any other emotion or feeling or reaction and you just you never feel frustrated you never feel anything human then you are doing yourself a disservice first and foremost you're doing yourself a massive disservice and you're also just setting yourself up for failure which is probably why it doesn't feel like it works for you because going in with that expectation kind of probably creates a sense of stress around you anyway or in your system anyway because anytime if you've ever felt an expectation from something it's not always a joyful it's not always an easeful moment or experience so just ponder that for yourself and and not even about it doesn't even have to be about yoga and meditation it can be about running it can be about in your work right and where are you expecting one thing to just be this complete counteraction to everything else where you don't experience or feel anything else that matters which is sort of dissociating where are you feeling, where are you expecting one thing to be that self for everything? In, and how is it sabotaging you? If you really sit with this, the answers might surprise you. If you really sit with this, what you uncover might actually be a little shocking to you. So be kind with yourself in the process. This isn't about criticizing yourself or getting all down on yourself, but it is this opportunity to just sort of look at allowing your life and allowing your feelings to be what they are without making them bad if you feel them, even after a really nice relaxation session. Stop making your feelings be the bad guys here stop making them wrong when they might just be what they are and then maybe you just use the tool in the moment to help you move through any activations so i hope this has been helpful um a quick little uh 
not announcement, I've already announced it, but a quick little reminder, if you haven't, uh, if you're not on my email list and you haven't been following me on the socials, I am running a biz birthday celebration for three years as Jaylee, three years since I rebranded my business into Jaylee, uh, right in the middle of COVID and, or of the first year of COVID of that lockdown. Um, I was in the process three years ago of rebranding because I felt like the name Jaylee allowed for a lot more room for the expansive work that we do together in coaching and in presenting and facilitating and speaking and training rather than um, my former business name, which was Jessica Lee Yoga. So you can see how it's very, very different. So I thought that it would be a fun way to celebrate this year as just a little bit of a biz birthday. And I've created three different special offers, um, special in the sense that I don't normally or regularly do these offers, but I wanted to in this case. So one is joining me for a soul flow celebration class. And that is just the once off. It's about 90 minutes and will be held on Saturday morning, the 24th of June um, Brisbane time. So that would be Friday afternoon, evening for my US friends. And that one is only 33 AUD to join. And it is just going to be just a really beautiful celebration of yourself guided through a soul flow practice and then some other practices in there as well. Um, so that one will be really, really, really lovely. So you can join there. All of these links I'm going to include in the show notes. The second celebration is the Embodied Leaders Academy, the Accelerator, which is a six week group training program all online um, that takes you through the essentials of leadership. So no matter where you're at, where you're at in your leadership journey, we are really just building and reinforcing those foundations in leadership and giving you the tools as a training piece. So this one's not so much coaching, but training. So really, really useful if you feel like you've never actually been trained in the art of leadership, or if it's been a hot minute and you really just want to keep developing those skills and and keep doing better for yourself, for your people, I really recommend it. So it's a six-week group training, um, all online and it's so, so close to my heart. It's just, it's something that I've created over many years, uh, through experience, through noticing what's lacking. And I just, I really, really love this one. And, um, your sign up fee, your registration fee for that one includes a lifetime of, access to the recordings. So it doesn't ever go away. Uh, so you can join that one for 1500 AUD and find the link below. The third one is, um, a special one because normally with my one-on-one coaching, I started a minimum of 90 days. This one is a 30 day intensive. 
one-on-one offer. So that's the ripple. I call it the ripple because the ripple starts when we decide to start. And that can be in as little as a moment. It can be in as little as 30 days. So if you want just a really short, sharp, impactful, deep dive into something in particular that you want to develop, um, that you want to work on in your work, in your leadership, whatever that is for you, this might be just the thing that's useful for you for just the time frame that's useful for you. So for these 30 days, that will only cost $2,000 AUD. Um, if you choose to extend your uh, program to the regular 90 program, you'll get the regular 90 program price less the $2,000 what you paid already. Uh, but that's if you choose that before week three of the of the 30 days. And that includes weekly Zoom calls as well as daily Monday to Friday um, daily support as well via Slack. So via messaging and voice messages and all of that. So really have a look at these different options. If you have any questions, please let me know. For the one-on-one coaching, you'll be booking a consult, uh, just a quick little consult call, just to make sure that you have all the information you need and to make sure that we're a right fit rather than asking you to sign up to something that, you know, that may or may not end up being aligned for you. So have a look, have a ponder about everything we've spoken about as well. And until next time. Thanks for listening to Get Jashed. If you dig these conversations, please subscribe and share a review. If you want to know more about how you can dive deeper into these topics for yourself, head to j-lee.com.au forward slash courses. You can also follow me on Facebook and YouTube by searching j-leigh and Instagram at j underscore dot leigh to see the full videos of these episodes and keep up to date with what's going on in our world of communication, emotional intelligence and well-being.